prologue, the fair sense of grass lingered through the air. It became stronger the moment it passed. Why? Though the girl happily skipping along the pavement of the old broken road in all the flaming coming scent. Her lips were curled in a smile that was impossible to control, just like an exciting coursing through her young body. Now the motivation was getting closer. Eco finally felt motivation and alive. Her first year of school was anything but fun, even if such awful things happened to her. And her friends, she knew she needed to be strong. There's no point in wasting time thinking about the past, because the future was close, and it would be much better. The girl suddenly stopped. No longer was she smiling, nor did she feel a positive feeling of excitement. Her stomach instantly twisted in anxiety, when she felt a strong force held her in place. It was someone's hand wrapped around her wrist, their nails digging into the soft skin, hard enough to draw blood. Eco had a, to bite her lip in order to keep herself from crying out of her pain. She winced and curiously turned around so she could take a look at the culprit. But such a surprise, it was, was much older man. His figure was lanky. He wore two layers of brown winter coats, one over the other. It was a dull green scarf that didn't go all the way around his neck. Instead, loosely hung to his sides. A black hat, hiding grey hair, made a stranger look even more threatening. When he smiled, his dry skin full wrinkles around his features. He showed that he lacked his first, his two front teeth. Let me go! Eco exclaimed, trying to keep her composure. A heart was beating against her chest. Harry did not her best to keep calm in order not to grab anyone else's attention. She didn't want to be a liability. What do you think about the world, little girl? He asked. Echo's brows frowning vision. What? You hear me? Hear me? Growled. He's no longer smiling. The girl knew he would see her to answer in order to get her, not to get hurt. Ever her thoughts were jumbled together. It was impossible for concurrent senses. Unfortunately for her, she didn't have much of a choice. She took a deep breath. The world is beautiful. Beautiful, man. Repeated quickly. Repeated. Quickly repeated, replied. Eco nodded. Yes, it can be really unfair, and even if I, I think of suffering, it's still beautiful. At least that's what I think. She winced when she felt the pain in the wrist increase. Man didn't like her response. I made sure to let her know. Younglings these days, he doesn't know anything, he screamed. The world is horrible, but it's funny coming to an end. We'll all be free. Let me go. The end of the world is coming. I'll be here. It'll be here soon. Let me go. We're all going to die. The stranger started manically laughing. His voice echoing throughout the lonely streets, even if there were people around. No one bothered to help Eco. Thankfully, she used the man's change to composure to swiftly pull her wrist away from his grasp. She succeeded with. Though she almost launched herself backwards with the force she used, she stepped away from the stranger and after then again could consider a safe distance. She glanced up to him again, her free hand holding her abused wrist. You can't escape, he suddenly pointed at her. You're the first one to co- to die when judgment day comes. You little rascal, you can keep on running. But in the end, I'm going to die just like the rest of us. Ilko gashed his teeth in frustration. 
dashes away from the homeless man. She see the needed strength to vibrate fake back, but she knew there would be no point. He was crazy, and she was tired. The best thing was that he was it for her. Instead, he kept on screaming about he at the end of the world. Eco shook her head and continued to walk towards St. Obro's without thinking, looking behind it. The end is coming, the brown kept on yelling as a noisiest crowd. Most people spared him one short glance, followed by a grimace of annoyance, and stopping until a shadow loomed up over him, narrow alley. Mere presence of a figure was enough to make him visibly shiver. He fell to his knees, Clasped his hands together as if playing, and his cheeks became wet with tears. Please forgive me, please, 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 nothing. Please. Chapter 1 Hyper Kalinikon was held in summer, which is one of Eko's favourite places to go. If it's a heaven created for nerds and geeks, it'd be just that. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of people visiting the convention, a lot of them from different countries and different continents. Conven- conventions a hyper-coe-con, where the one place on the planet where people would gather together and share their interests about being judged. Everyone always had fun, whether they were playing, trying out a new video game, or simply buying merchandise of their own favourite show. Nevertheless to say, Eco was excited. She wasn't that big of cosplaying, However, she was meeting her best friend, Dexter. She decided to get loose and get try it out. He is nice enough to help her with a costume, even if he still tried to make her wear a bow, bow tie multiple times. Despite the small bow tie argument, because Elka's cosplay turned out amazing. She was a fire Maggie. Her brunette hair was neatly tucked in a thick bun, held with a bright red, wide bread, white bread, red bow. The rest she wore went all the way to the ground, though it split in three parts as so she felt freely moving it. Underneath the rich chrome and fabric, a dress adorned with golden engravings and symbols, used to cast spells of white tablecloth, used a gown that gave depth to the full costume. A dress stopped right above her chest, letting the curled collarbones be exposed to daylight. There's a black collar wrapped around her neck, with a Pearl red crystal hanging for it. Eco wasn't wearing contacts that is even if a perfect vision of the coast bay was with red eyes. She had to keep her glasses on so that she could see. If there was any other fancy even she wasn't left them at home. However, she wanted to be able to see each and every detail of other person's cause. He was cosplay. Dexter tagged along, but he wasn't wearing anything special. When confronted about it, he simply replied with, I told you, I'll let you be a star this time, but you'd better be prepared for the next year, since I won't hold back. You'll win the cosplay competition, okay? Even if Elko, Eco wanted to roll her eyes and tell him how stupid he was being, he didn't. After all, it wasn't for him. He would have been, never had ever cosplayed. He didn't want to managed to persuade her, despite acting like she wasn't at, at first. She soon came in. How wouldn't who wouldn't want to cosplay? One of the coolest classes ever. Are you nervous? Dexter asked. She shoulders slouched in defeat. No uh nope, she straightened her back. Not at all she puffed out her chest and held her step stretcher in spent of it. Oh, see.
Are you nervous, Dexter asked her. Erica's shoulders slouched to defeat. Nope, she straightened her back. Not at all, she puffed out her chest. I held a scepter in front of her. I'm fine. Dexter couldn't help but raise his brow with suspicion. Are you sure you're blushing? There was a loud squeak that followed. Eco almost dropped his weapon. Well, now quick hands went to cover her face. Now that back, Sam pointed it out. She felt more embarrassed. The girl's cheeks were burning up. What did you have to say that? She angrily said, I don't want people to look at me like this. Hey, Alicia, you're true fire, Maggie. Magic Michael, the embarrassment, Inco felt soon faded away. The awkward joke made her feel better about the situation. Even she's still a bit mad at the boy. Ha <laughs> ha! Very funny, she rolled her eyes. Eh, Eco, don't mean, don't be mean now, otherwise. I'll take any photo, I won't take any photos you. Dexter held his phone with a snug grin. But Eco had time to reply, he told his thought. The Jews started, suddenly stopped when they saw countless people standing at Outside the hyper con building, he took a look at a question at one another and continued walking. As soon as he found out what was going on, as soon as he was able to get inside and enjoy himself, heading inside the building was becoming possible. However, it didn't take them long to see there was a small group of around ten people standing in front of the main gates. Almost all of them were holding questions such as, Fun to play! Nurture culture will be the death of us. Legal brainwashing by Satan. Except the man who was the leader. He was holding a microphone close to his lips and spit out his mouth each time he spoke. The tiny group soon become boom, becoming bigger. Many people came each side and roughly pushed their way through the crowd without the second fault running ruining people's hard work on their costumes. There quite a few cosplayers were shoved to the ground. The only thing they could do was help me watch as they stepped on. They, they won't let us in, Dexter's secretary spoke. They've taken over the whole building. What, how does anything like this happen? Eco breathlessly replied. This is a big organization, but even in security, she glanced around. People slowly started to disperse. Their heads hung low in hopelessness. It hurt Eco to see that, like that. He Pokemon Con was supposed to be fun, but whatever that was, whoever said things like legal brainwashing by Satan, we should be should probably get back. Eco's eyes whitened in surprise. What are you saying? We travel all the way here and you want to give up so easy? Didn't you see what that he did to those poor cosplayers? I don't want to get hurt, Dexter finally stated. His eyes were intense. No, but I don't want all this hard work to go to waste. Eco mumbled out, glancing all around it with her fingers, tightly around the small spectre. This is only one thing I'm looking forward to. The girl glanced up. She felt a gentle hand on the shoulder. It's okay, Eco. Dexter smiled. Want, a, want, to be, want me to uh, go around and ask? Everyone looks just as cute as we do. Oh, why now? Why us? Dexter took a deep breath. All right, I put it out okay. I'll go check what the big deal is about. The boy turned his back to the girl and started walking towards the filling ground. A quick pace, knowing that Eco would come, uh, would want to come along before he even get to the middle. Although he dragged back to a stranger with hands on the collar for his white shirt. What are you doing, man? The stranger said. His body is fully covered in armour. as a sword strapped around his waist. By the way he is freely moving, combined with lack of chunking, the bits of armour came in contact. With another, it was obvious it wasn't real. Nevertheless, he looked amazing, and Dexter would help out, couldn't but help, 
like he was being scolded by a real knight. They want to ravage a kid like you, he said. Eco half joke to to two boys. What's going on? I don't know, but Dexter trailed off and pointed at the good player. I think he does. He doesn't know anything, dude, he sighed. We're just chilling outside, minding our own business, till the con died. And, you know, those assholes showed up acting like the old place. Well, even when, even, at, even what, even they're protesting, takes a growl to frustration. The knight gave a shrug his shoulders, finally let go. Hell, I know, they look, they did look really old, so I guess. 